Good morning to Faces of Silver, episode number seven today. Uh, today I have the the pleasure of picking my dear friend Yatsemina Rossi's brain, and we'll talk about a day in a typical day in her life, her routine, and uh, listening to, as she calls it, listening to your body. So let's see if we can bring her on, and uh, you'll be amazed by what we will learn today. So, so what's Tim. what's a typical day? Okay, let's check the microphone. What's a typical day like in Yasemina's life? Oh, it's very simple. <laughs> I wake up like everybody is waking up and uh I oh yeah I do something quite special I maybe maybe not I feel how it is good to be in my body lie down in my bed and I really enjoy that and uh, like breathing and after um, I went I go to the bathroom and uh, the first thing I do I pee for sure <laughs> and after I I wash my face, I need that cold water. I put cold water on my face and I feel so good. And after I go to the kitchen and I take my glass of hot water with lemon or apple cider vinegar. Um, do you do the same, the same almost, tincture every day? Almost, some days it's, some days it's apple cider vinegar, some days it's a tea, like herb tea, some days, but mostly it's lemon. This is really the basic. Or sometimes grapefruit. I have a friend who gives me organic grapefruits. I have a lot. So I take a half grapefruit juice that I put with hot water. So this is really my ritual every single day since more than 30 years. And after that, so what time does your what time does your day usually start? Is it still dark or is the sun already up? What's your rhythm? You know, I wake up early. Oh yeah, there is something also that I do. Uh, sometimes I I check my email because I'm from France and I have also time difference. Know, yeah, time difference. So I check my email first to see if there is something from my agent or from my family in Europe. And uh, sometimes I do this when I take my hot water. I drink my hot water, it's like, you know. And sometimes I wake up usually around 5.30 or 6. And uh, usually, these days, I don't know what, I wake up around 8, but uh, I need it. So I wake up around 5.30 or 6, and I check this. So I, I do what I told you before, going to the restroom and that, and I take my tea, and I look at my emails, and I answer, and I look on Instagram. I have a lot of questions, so I, I you answer. Get, you're getting a lot of questions. Yes, okay. so I answer to these questions, and uh, after maybe one hour about of this, I stand up, and I do yoga. Mm -hmm. So I do my warming up, rolling on the floor, and... And then I do yoga, what is coming, because it's always different. Sure, I have my basics, but sometimes it's only sun salutations. And sometimes, like this morning, for example, I was not expecting to do one hour yoga. I was thinking like 20 minutes, half an hour, that is usually what I do. But I was so inside that rhythm it was great i really enjoyed it and i stay longer and one posture to another one 
and my body was guiding me to do this or this or this. And I love that because it's something I cannot do when I'm in classes. I cannot listen to that guidance and, and to, so to you, follow it. So you listen on the inside, your body tells you, oh, not yeah. somebody else, not a teacher or a yeah, trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like, it's, it's difficult to say it's idea because it's non-verbal, it's inside, like this little voice or this thing that comes to my mind, like, okay, now it's this posture. It's like a desire to do it. It's a great feeling. And after I, I do it very, with connection, very deeply, really connected with myself, breathing and feeling the space inside my body. And after another one comes to my mind. So I do it. And I love this flow because it's not... It's not scripted. No, it, it, it's almost similar all the time, but it's not. It's it's really interesting because it's always like something unknown, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, what's gonna come next, and I love that. So this is my ritual, and after when I've done that, I go back to the kitchen and I take a big glass of water, and I really appreciate this glass of water. And it's beyond just drinking a glass of water. It's really, this is my teacher a long time ago in yoga, an old woman who was taking only five people in class. And uh, she always ended the, the session with the glass of water and how precious it was and how it was something sacred. So this is my ritual every morning. So was that was that like a special water or she was blessing no, the water? No, just the water. Just water. Yeah, yeah. Blessing, I, to the, blessing the fact that we have water yeah. to drink. Like Gra- some gratitude. people, d- gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude, appreciation. This is really... So probably people are going to ask now, are you usually doing this in the house? Are you doing the uh, doing no, it outdoors? House. Do you? I prefer to be indoor to do yoga and do this. I don't like really to do yoga outside. I'm too distracted by the wind, by the birds, by the water <laughs> moving. I'm okay. like you know because I'm visual, so I'm visual artist. So I'm I'm like you know uh, stimulated by all these, and it's better for me to be inside. Okay. All right, so after the glass of water, how does the day continue? So after that, I start to create my breakfast. So I try to feel what I want to eat. The interesting thing is that since some years, I changed my diet and I'm more on salty food than sugary. So I, I, tr- I try to feel what I desire because for me, all is about desire. And I give me a time to feel about that. And okay, comes a potato omelette. Okay, so I do a potato. So is this whatever comes to mind or you're trying to listen to your body? My body. It's my body. Okay. It's like what I'm craving, what I really desire, what taste I would love. You know, It's good. It's yeah. a good thing because... It's like coming from inside. So you never have this the day before that you plan. It's no. just what comes up right at the moment. No. And I have, you know, I do my farmer's market every Sunday. So I mm. brought various food and it's there. And uh, like this, I can create with what I have. 
So are you with your diet? Are you very strict on on gluten free, on no. vegetarian, on, on? No, I am maybe strict if I can say when I'm at home. When I'm outside, I'm not really you know extremist, but I am strict about organic food. Mm-hmm. So we have this little farmers market that is great for that in Malibu. But uh, I am I'm eating everything, but I'm mostly vegetarian for sure. So when you go to the market, you said on Sundays, is that you buy and and cook with whatever they have? Yeah. Or in, like what is in season? When or when I am always the same. Yeah, here you know we are lucky in California because we have things almost all year long. But mm-hmm. what I like is that I love when I go to the farmers market. I love to feel attracted by the produce. It's like they call me, take me, take me, take me. And I, I love to look at them and the beauty of them. And, yes. and Colors say, and textures yeah, and yeah. smell it. And, and it's, it's really, it's, a, it's part of the experience of cooking. It starts there. It's cannot, I cannot, it's difficult for me to go in a supermarket and, and buy these things under plastic and things. Yeah. I have to see them alive, if I can say. You have these little farmers, they never refrigerate them mm-hmm. because they cut them early morning before coming and everything is fresh. So it's that. So it's really about senses. It's about... I think there's some life force still in that. It's like nature's yeah. life force. We don't oh, yeah. kill it or change it or modify it. Yeah. And also, you know, it's nice to meet week after week these farmers and to speak with them because they put their work in that. They put their energy and the love that they do in what I'm going to put in my body. So it's nice to be connected with them. And, and to you're also supporting them. Yeah. Sure. Their, their labor. Okay. So this is so when I I cook the morning, I don't know in advance what I'm gonna do. I have a vague idea when I go to market. I say, okay, I take some muscles. Or, okay, I'm gonna take this and I will do. But I don't know. I don't take this to make this. Yeah. I take this and I will see in the moment what I'm gonna create with that. And it's what I like to don't know in advance what I'm gonna do. So are you having a, a, regular, a regular regimen of breakfast, lunch and dinner or whenever you're hungry or how do you cook? How do you eat? I have, when I'm at home, I have this rhythm of two meals a day. Are they cold? Are they hot? It depends from my breakfast. It can be cold or hot. And uh, my breakfast is my main meal. It's really, it starts, it's around 10, 30, 11 in the morning, you know, in between 10, 30 and noon. So it's mm-hmm. a brunch. It's like, mm-hmm. but this is my, my very important uh, meal. It's that one. And after when I eat like that, I'm not hungry at all for the, almost the day because I take some fruits, maybe beginning of afternoon. Fruits, usually. Fruits, yeah. usually fruits. I just, uh, it's a time now, because before, many years ago, I was fructivore. I was e- living almost only on fruits. Mm-hmm. And I was not feeling really good. I understood reading around that the sugar in fruits, when you eat a lot, is not really good for the body. Mm-hmm. Even, so, though, even though it's good Even sugar. if it's bu- good fruits and organic yeah. and all. So I was eating like two pounds of fruit a day. I was fructivore. I, yeah. I loved it. And I, I said, okay, I'm going to give a try to change that. And I tried. And also fruits, first thing in the morning, it's not really good because it's increased the insulin level. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't take them first thing in the morning like I was used to do for many years. And I feel much better, much better, much more energy. So I eat mostly salty food the morning, brunch, and after these fruits, middle of, beginning, middle of afternoon, and I have an early dinner. And it can be a soup or it can be a very fresh salad with a lot of ingredients. And, and I have, I make also... When you also, say early, what does that mean? What time is that? Uh, six. Was it different? Six, between six and eight, let's say six. Okay. I prefer, yeah, six. So wait a minute, and your French originally, who the French eat late, and I don't know how many courses and how heavy? Yeah, three courses and late, I cannot eat late evening, it's okay. very hard. Okay. You know, yesterday I've been to a birthday party and they said, you come for dinner. I said, no, I, I come for the drink after because I wanted to have my dinner around 5.36 yeah. and, and I went for the drink after. I feel much better when I eat early. And I mean, now they call this, um, how do they call this now? There is this kind of diet where you fast for, you know, uh, intermittent fasting. Okay. I don't call it like that way because I don't like tags and all these things. I just do it. It's so just, you do it how, by the way it feels? Yeah. I okay. feel much better. When I travel, it's complicated. And so when you travel, what do you try to, to, when I travel, what do you try to eat? I mean, it's, it's rough. When I travel, you should, Especially different you countries. should see my bag. When I travel, so I you bring, bring your food. Oh my, yes. I bring avocado, fruits, nuts, things with me because it's difficult for me to eat on the plane, even if I'm in business sometimes. It's like I need my things. So this is what I do. I bring lemons with me because Always. I never know if I'm gonna have lemons for my first thing in the morning, you know? Yeah. So, and I have nuts always, organic nuts with me and um, chocolate, black dark chocolate. So I'm, I'm just curious, when you're going through the, through the check-in, are they ever going to check for all your fruits and all your vegetables and stuff? They never, they never ask no. you what you do with them? No, but once I did, I was crazy. Like if you would go to New Zealand, they would freak out. You can't bring anything no, in. No, but I, this is for the plane, but the lemon okay. for sure, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Because... Okay. Uh, in Europe, you don't have this problem. You can go with your yeah. food. But this way, you know what you're getting. You're bringing yeah. your own. Yeah. Okay. Just to have my basics, you know, to have my... Because I make my own chocolates as well. Mm -hmm. So just to have these things. And uh, You should have not told me that. I'm <laughs> dying for chocolate. Okay, I want to hear about chocolate. You're going to have I some I want to hear about this chocolate <laughs> a bit later. Mm. And wait, don't we have a common friend in, in Australia who makes chocolate? And she yeah, has this Abigail, about it? yeah. Um, and exactly. it's by her I started to make my own chocolate because before I thought it was complicated, but it's something so easy to do. So Abigail, if you're listening, this is all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Abigail. <laughs> yeah, I'm invited to be with Abigail and I think I go, I'm considering that to spend some Good. time together to create some things together. Yeah. Good. So... Our listeners are probably going to sit there, okay, how does she look the way she looks, the way the, the, the shape she's in and the, the radiance she has at, at her age, at this stage in life? If they say there must be a secret ingredient or is it chemistry or is it well, what? It's the way, what do you have to say I, it's the way you model your body the way you think. It's not about what you eat. It's not about what you put on the skin it's not about how you exercise I don't exercise a lot I don't go to the gym I don't do these things it's just the way 
you love yourself, the way you think, the way you are intimate with your body, the way you really love him. Like it's like imagine a little bit. It's like your like a pets love affair. that you. Yeah, it's a, it's really a, an intimate relation. Like you you have be. a pets and you caress that pet and the body is the same and and it responds i mean to oh, yeah. touch to to everything thought, to you work i'm gonna tell you a small secret if you want because i know you're telling it to everybody not just to me i don't it's it's in it's interesting you know as you know i'm photographer and i'm seated at a An computer yes thank you i'm seated at a computer a lot so this means that i'm seated a lot and i don't take breaks for hours sometimes and I don't really go to the gym and all that. The only thing I do is my yoga, walking on the beach and sometimes hiking. Wait, I can vouch for that. You're not just walking, you're running because I'm trying to keep up with you. So no. there is there is the energy level. Yeah, there so is you energy. Ha- you have yeah. that too. But I'm Sagittarius. I'm, uh, you know, half horse and half human. So <laughs> with a mar- you said that. With a march in Scorpio. So I have great energy for sure. So sit at there on that chair I started to have my butt a little bit flat underneath. So we have internet and we have we can have access to anything. And right. came fame to my mailbox that could be junk, but I was like inside, say, oh, look at that thing. So I looked at that. It's called Daily Home. I have no interest, no financial interest with them. But when you go For on this, uh, yeah, when you go on this uh, Daily Home thing, they give... There are, you it's know, dailyhome.com. Daily, daily okay. And they give like session and there is a scale, the money you want to spend on that. You are not obliged to pay a certain amount of money. You can decide to pay what you want. Yes, I do know. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. That, now I know. So one day I saw this thing popping on my emails about the bird. Exercise 10, 21 day. I said, wow. I should try so something. So what does it do? It gives you a firmer butt or what? what? You cannot believe it. My butt is totally... Seriously? Uh, seriously, it works very well. I did it, but not 21 days because I do my yoga. You just did that recently, yoga. no? Did you I trust did, that now? Yeah, I did it. I finished some days ago. Okay. So I did it one each second day, not every day, because I want to do my yoga, you know, as well. And it's 30 minutes and the woman is great. Her name is Beth Alexander. I'm in touch with her on Instagram now, telling her she's like my friend. And um, I did the session and it works. And I know every f- every attention you put a part of your body, your body is responding. Yeah. It's just a question of being consistent, of being regular, of being really in touch with it. And, and, and to be, to appreciate how your body is there in a way at your service and to be thankful about that and it works and my butt is not flat anymore underneath in some like one month and a half now you know nobody would have believed that anyways yeah but so. i see the difference and not only i see it but i feel it in what way in what way like for example you know as photographer when I shoot me, I love to shoot very low on the floor. That's exercise. And uh, I was trained by yoga, but now I feel my butt is really supporting me better. Right. I have more strength. I can hold my camera differently, much better. It's I can 
move differently, have a better angle to angle my body to, to be able to shoot like I want. It's very that. interesting to mm -hmm. support me. Mm -hmm. So it works. So go and go online, be curious. I say to people, be curious. Now we have the internet, we can access to anything. We have an answer to any question. Amazing. Yeah. So you said that was what a something like a 21 day course. So what happens yeah. after that? How I you, continue. You, so now I take sustain? the last, I can say five lessons mm -hmm. because I can do it's it's quite intense. Huh? I'm telling you the last one are like, wow, well, it has to be. <laughs> so now I take the last five lessons and I do each second day like I was doing. That's it. Perfect. I put this on my computer, I am on my floor, on the mat, and that's it. And it's not complicated. But one thing, it's, it's great because I could not do it by myself. I don't, I hate to do this exercise thing like that. It's for that I don't like machines. the gym and yeah. I don't like these things. But if you have someone, and she's quite sympathetic, you know, if you have someone who train you, you put this on your computer or your TV or I don't know what, and you do it. And the half hour is passing really fast mm -hmm. and you feel so good after because you've done something great for your body and your body is happy. So it's all benefit, you know. So now I can already see our listeners coming up with five million questions. I understand you're getting a lot of questions already. What's what's next for you? Are you planning some kind of a some kind of a service, some kind of? Yeah, I don't know the shape it will take, but I'm I'm I mean, spending. You've, you've got all this knowledge from from the esoteric, from the, mm -hmm. the the energetic to yoga to to beauty to fashion to the way you photograph your modeling. If women out there have so many questions. Oh now. yeah, and I answer How? every single day. I spend a lot of time. I can say I spend like two, three hours answering questions to people. So now I really have to do something with a more expand, you know. Um, so there's a service in the works. Something is happening. Yeah, I have to really consider to, because it's nice to bring information to people to make them happier and to see that things are simple in a way, but they cannot see it. So. I, it's it's a great feeling to bring that. So now I, I really have to consider to do something on one-on-one -on -one sessions mm -hmm. to to really focus on the need of the person. So is there any way how people can reach you at this point until this starts? Uh, they can start by my Instagram. It's really the platform. Should they contact you on Instagram? Oh or yeah. Commenter? Okay. Yeah, they can contact me there. And what What is your handle there? It's Yasemina. Yadzimina. Okay. Yadzimina, my name. Oh, and there's one more thing that I almost forgot. We are sitting here, we are about to have dinner, and you are making your own ceramics. Uh, yeah, so she's an artist. She's not only a photographer <laughs> and she sees beauty in everything, <laughs> she creates her own things. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. How did mm. that start? That start, this is very interesting because... It started because I come from a very simple family. Okay, for those who don't know you yet, where do you? Wh what's your background? Where do you come from? I come from Corsica, that is an island south of France, and where, when I was little girl, I had a beach for myself because mm -hmm. no tourists were going there, and uh, it was a place where it was no running water or electricity until I was ten years old. 
So this means that we had to go to the river to wash and we have to go to the spring to get water. And my grandfather was having, I had a orchard and he was fishing and, and hunting and I was going with him. So it was a very simple life, a little bit like the natives here. They had, you know, very close to nature. So this is my background. And it's for that when we wanted something, we don't, in the family, it was no money to buy it. So when it was no money to buy, we had to do it. It started like that. When you want something and you don't have money, you make it. You make it. Okay. And it's for that. I, I'm trained like that since I saw my grandparents doing that. I saw my parents. I've been raised mostly by my grandparents. And I saw them doing this. And I, for me, it's easy. I want something. I have something in my mind. Okay, I'm going to make it. Was there, didn't we speak the other day and you had a, a specific trainer? Wasn't there some Spanish gentleman or? Oh, it, it, it was not Spanish, but it was uh, Luis Mendes. He was, he passed. He was um, ceramic. He started, this is interesting, an interesting life. He started to be a real artist, sculpting, sculpting wood with a knife. Okay. He was five years old. Where was he from? Do you know? I don't know. His background is American. He was American, but I don't know. Mendes, it's like Spanish. Some, something, okay. You know, right. Hispanic. But um, I met Luis in a very in New York, in, in Tribeca, where he had his studio. And you were living there at the time? I was living in New York for eight years, and uh, my ex-husband, my husband at that time, wanted to have ceramics for a restaurant he wanted to open. And he said, instead of going in Morocco, why we don't promote an artist from... Here, local. And I say, yeah, this is a good idea. So I was in charge who found the artist and I found Louis. And Louis was quite expensive. We could not afford to pay like 50 bucks a plate, you know. And uh, I told him, you know, I have an idea and I think maybe I could do, I, you could maybe do that for me. Say, no, 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 you're going to go at YMCA, register for the summer class and you're going to do it yourself. I was like, oh. <laughs> this is interesting it's so many years I was dreaming about doing ceramics and I had to found this thing in New York in the city and I must say that the movie Ghost inspired me a yes. lot it's so sensual you know yes. and this scene on the wheel like that together and it's what happened with me with Louis who was 80 years old at that time and uh, he was not my lover, but he was really my mentor, I can say. Yes. And he came, when I, he said, when are you registered at YMCA, let me know and I will come for your first class. I said, okay. So I registered. And me, I was living totally down Manhattan, down, downtown Manhattan, not downtown Manhattan. I was living right on the water facing Statue of Liberty. And I had to go to YMCA on Central Park to get my classes. So I did, and I told Louis I'm registered. So he came, he knew every, all the teachers and everybody. And uh, he came and he seated on the wheel with me and I raised my first cylinder with him in my back. So did he support, what is he, he supported you from behind? He held your hands? From inside. Or? It was like inside. he was inside of me. And it was like empathetic and it was like amazing. And I raised a cylinder, but you know this cylinder thing. I Is that saw something it. Hard? No, and uh, he told me you are a potter in another life. I say, oh, 
you know me, I don't, you know, I don't believe really in reincarnation. So I was like, "Mm mm-mm. But it's true that how many times in my mind I raised cylinder before raising it real in real in the mud. I did it. It was like so easy for me. They are not perfect because I don't like this thing very straight and perfect is boring. What's perfect? Mine are very organic shapes. (laughs) Organic. Yeah. (laughs) So it's that and and uh, and that's it. And it started like that. And I must say that ceramics, the touch with the ground. I I love the soil so much since I'm kids. I'm always play with mud and water and that. But to be with the mud like that in the city really helped me because it was really a um, strong connection to earth being mm-hmm. in the city being connected with nature through the clay and when 11 september happened i had no work for a long time and all where i was living it was so you were living right there at yeah, the time just there just on the on the world trade center area so what saved me was to be able to go to the studio every single day that was in Greenwich mm-hmm. Village. So it was not so far to go walking there. And I was going to the studio almost every single day. And I was on so the wheel. It was like therapy for oh, you? Oh, it has been. It saved me because mm-hmm. it was very hard at that time. Hard in the city where I was living, right above the big hall. And uh, hard with my husband. It was because he saw everything, so it was it was quite a very difficult time. No work, because everything was stopped for maybe nine months. So where were you at the attacks? You were not in the country, were you? The attacks is an interesting thing. Is that um, I was I lived Saturday and I was in France in Corsica, and I told my ex-husband, my husband, I said, "Come with me in vacation." He said, "No, no, no. I have to stay. I have this appointment on the 11." At, on one of his restaurants, it's a Gemelli, it's a tower, and it's close by home, like this. In side. the tower? Yeah, south on uh, one of the tower. Yeah. It was on the plaza. And he was supposed to be manager there, and he said, I have of the restaurant, and he said, I have to stay, I have to have this meeting. So you imagine, it's great, it's just at our door. I don't have to take the subway, I perfect. just walk one block. The city, and it, that's perfect, yeah. I say, yeah, but you know, it's Jewish holiday and everybody was will be away. Come and in one week you come back and mm-hmm. and the meeting never happened because eleven September at ten o'clock in the morning the meeting So that meeting was supposed to be on the on the eleven of September at ten o'clock in the morning and at ten o'clock in the morning the tower was not there anymore and the restaurant mm-hmm. was not there. Mm-hmm. So I was like shocked and I guess he was very shocked because he called me when this happened. I was in, it was three, quarter to three in Corsica. And he told me an accident happened and I say, Jamal, it's not possible, an accident with the way all the technology, it's not possible. It's for me, it's not, it's not a a coincidence. Yeah. How a plane can end in a tower, it's not possible. And I was hearing everything because we were just close by. So I was yeah. hearing the fire, you In know, the background. man and, and people screaming and all. And and after when the tower collapsed, it was still there. And um, 
and the silence. So didn't you lose and phone contact? or? Yeah, we lose phone contact after a while because what happened is that our building has been evacuated. So he had to leave the building and he lost the f his phone in running. And I had no contact for like three, four days. So I was wondering what was happening. Yeah, that must be horrible. Not because annoying. he just told me, they called me from downstairs, the doorman called me, we have to evacuate the building, I have to go. And that's it. So you didn't know? I didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. And I stay one month because our building was closed. Yeah. We could not go back home. So I stay one month in Corsica instead of one week. And uh, for him it has been hard because for the months later after I was wake up in the middle of the night and with nightmares and mm -hmm. he saw people jumping, he saw everything from the windows. So it was quite hard. And also this starting to separate us because we don't had the same the experience together and it was like traumatic for him. And he, I had the feeling he was thinking I could not understand him. Mm -hmm. And he was traumatized, really. So, yeah, this was uh, ceramic really helped me because in the, when I came back, I could not go home with a car because no car could go, go there. So I arrived at City Hall by the subway with my luggages and I had to carry my luggages on wheel, a luck, up to home in Greenwich Street and, um, and the smell and the light and the noise and the fire was still there for weeks and uh, so now you're I see this contrast where are you living now now I live by the beach in Malibu <laughs> the yeah, funny we, thing is we're that we're just looking out the window yeah. rain is falling and we see the, the, the ocean right under us the that when we were living in Paris uh, because I lived 25 years in Paris I was in a very quiet place beautiful view on the city close to the water, Canal Saint-Martin I was telling my husband oh it could be nice to live in a place where we can be in linen, light clothes all year long and now you have it who tell, who tell me that I will live in California, when I was in New York I said I will never live on the west coast careful what you ask for yeah and here I am and here you are. Okay, one more time. For people who are trying to get in touch with you, they find you where? Instagram is the best platform. Okay, Instagram. And with that, I think we should do this again because there are so many stories we could <laughs> oh, touch yeah, on, so many topics. Stories, yes. All these topics. Thank you for being on the show for today. Thank you. And to you. we shall do it again. Yeah, Thank it's you. nice. Thanks. it episode seven with Yatsumina wasn't that quite intimate I felt like a fly on her wall and, and to watch her daily routine and, and talk about what works for her and how she listens to her body and uh, and how she integrates uh, all her modalities into her daily life if you want to find out more about her uh, whether that be her modeling her photography I really urge you to check that out uh, you can find her everywhere on social media pretty much. I think that the main thing is uh, Instagram. And uh, her handle there is Yatsamina. It's Y-A-Z 
E-M-E-E-N-A-H, Yatsemina. And uh, check, her, uh, check out her work over there. As well, if you want to find out more on Faces of Silver, there's facesofsilver.com. More on my regular photography work is benwinkler.com. And I hope to see you, to see you, to hear you all again uh, next week, Friday, 10 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for listening in.